0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Modern Fedora podcast. I am your host for today, Dominic Meyer. That's right, I have returned. And I am joined by my ever-diligent co-host, Noah Hernandez.
1: Hello, guys and gals, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Man, it's been a while since we've been on air together. Like, wow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do we still got got it? (laughs) I guess we'll find out. You guys will have to tell us. Mm -hmm. Well, There have been some interesting things happening in recent news.
1: Mm, There's been a lot. Um, So which news are you referring to exactly?
0: (laughs) That's valid. It's something out of this world. Literally.
1: Uh, Wow. So I'm guessing we're talking about the Mars rover Perseverance?
0: That's right. When I heard about the ro- rover, I was intrigued as most people were because, hey, it's a robot on Mars. How cool is that? But it got me also thinking about bigger space exploration missions.
1: Mm, so, like sci fi kind of
0: stuff? Exactly. Like, are we ready to start venturing to the final frontier? Should no. we start colonizing other planets?
1: I don't know. I we guess. Don't know all questions that we will be looking into today we'll be looking at all those questions everyone that hopefully you guys had the same questions that we have we're going to be looking into today's episode
0: yeah i'm excited if you like sci-fi this is the episode for you
1: and if not you can still stick around <laughs> all right so you ready let's start <laughs> Before we start talking about the theories of space colonization and everything like that um that goes along with hand in hand with interstellar travels we should probably start our discussion about what we have currently as far as the research and technology goes um and to do that we're gonna also be talking about some of the stuff that perseverance has as well
0: That's cool. I mean, I gotta say, that's a great name for a Mars rover, by the way.
1: I totally agree.
0: (laughs) So, first off, Mars 2020, that's what they're calling the Mars rover mission, and it's forming part of NASA's Mars Exploration Program, and that includes both the rover Perseverance that we're talking about, but also a small robotic helicopter named Ingenuity.
1: Oh, again, some cool names.
0: Yes, so, you got any stats that you can share with us?
1: Of course. I always got the stats. I always got the Google at hand. <laughs> so, the Perseverance was launched on July 30th, 2020. I know it was a terrible year for all of us. We're not going to even try to go back there. But July 30th was a pretty good day because of this little robot guy, the Perseverance. <laughs> and he was launched in the rocket Atlas V. It was launched from... Uh, ccafs space launch complex 41 which is at the cape canaveral space force station
0: oh cool you know i guess i just always thought that mars rovers were pretty small and i don't know if this is because of just me you know coming to my own conclusions of what i kind of thought they were or if it's from the movies but either way i was wrong
1: oh really how so
0: yeah so the perseverance uh, I was shocked to learn it's actually car sized. Whoa. It's about 10 feet long and this is not including the arm on it too. It's 9 feet wide and 7 feet tall.
1: That's not what I expected.
0: Yeah, me neither. I thought it'd be this cute little robot guy but not so.
1: Movies have done us dirty again. How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Always deceiving us. How dare they? Yeah. Also, another thing that I didn't think um, about, you know, was the amount of time that it would take to get to Mars.
0: Oh, true. Do we have a figure for that?
1: Yeah, of course. Google has everything. All the answers. <laughs> <just> ask Google. <laughs> so I kind of, you know, expected it to take years. I mean, astronauts go through so many years of training. I'm like, well, then they're going to be up there for quite some time for, a, you know, a few years but mm-hmm. it only took seven months for the perseverance to get wow. to mars
0: wow that's definitely shorter than i thought but i don't like again referencing sci-fi shows and movies like they're always talking about like hyperdrive speed of light wormholes so i mean it is interesting that it only took seven months i mean that's a long time but maybe not what we thought
1: <laughs> for sure i mean it would be as cool as it would be to have hyperdrive, I don't think that exists in uh, real life. So probably not. You know. But I mean that's it for, for facts. That's that's all the facts that we have um today. So I mean I mean the only thing that I can do is encourage you to look up some pictures that the Perseverance took.
0: Yeah. And I mean the perseverance just got there so there'll be more information about this later maybe we'll do another episode about it if there's some new really cool information but yeah mars doesn't look crazy different than we thought but it's pretty cool to see it for yourself go check it out
1: i i agree now we're going to talk about another thing that has been pretty controversial controversial sorry uh, about a lot people have talked about it they have made movies about it tv shows about it um, but it's talk about space life
0: you know how cool it would be to live in space
1: i think it could be really cool or really bad it could go either way
0: <laughs> yeah i agree well based on my knowledge of movies and tv shows like they either have a soupy, super super honky dory time in space and it's just awesome or everything goes incredibly long wrong
1: yeah i mean did you see gravity i mean exactly <laughs> um, but i'd say you know apart from all the Movie magic and everything that uh, that Hollywood has made it out to be, I'd say one of the biggest obstacle, uh-huh, sorry, obstacles to worry about would be money.
0: Oh, true. I mean, it ain't cheap. Can you give us like a ballpark of how much it would cost to, I don't know, set up a podcast studio on Mars?
1: <laughs> well, um, not exactly, because everyone's studio would be a little bit different, but I can tell you how much it was to send the perseverance up to space.
0: Oh yeah, that works. Awesome.
1: So, just some of what Mars 2020 is costing, all right, is 200 nope, sorry, 2.2 2 billion US dollars on the development of the perseverance rover, Whoa. 80 million US dollars on the ingenuity helicopter, and 243 million US dollars for launch services.
0: Wow, that is a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and a lot doesn't even begin to cover it.
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, think about this, too. Those prices are for the robots building the rover. And then launch costs is $243 million. So imagine the cost of sending a bunch of colonists all their equipment All their belongings, all the research gear that they're gonna need, supplies that'll last them for years, food rations, building materials to set up the economy, etc. It's it would be really expensive.
1: Yeah, I agree. Just just thinking of how much you know, a week that we spend on groceries now, that's only for a week. You would need to buy that for years to be up there, maybe even forever. If you're gonna, you know, try to start a colony up in space, it's just true. thinking of that. So for that reason alone, we probably aren't gonna be able to go to space until you know the process becomes, uh, uh um, uh, what's the word, streamlined, uh, to the to the point where costs drop.
0: Yeah, I agree because until things are more efficient, like the price of rocket fuel for start. I mean, I've heard that it's going to cost millions, and millions of dollars just for a seat into space. Once, you know, they start taking people into space, if that mm-hmm. happens anytime in the future. And then you have to think of all the trips it'll take to bring all the gear and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. seems like a, a big barrier. <laughs> I, I think another obstacle, though, is the risk to human life that travel and colonization would bring.
1: What do you mean besides being hurt through space in a giant firework?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just think about that. I'd say, though, like, think about Mars because that's where the rover is. The living conditions there. I mean, you can't breathe the air. So if your suit gets damaged while you're building, I mean, I don't know what kind of tools they use in space. I'm assuming some sort of welding equipment. That could damage your suit, and then you're done.
1: And that's true. And then if any of you have seen, I know we said no not to trust movies, but the movie The Martian, they've said is pretty close accurate uh, a representation of what it's like on Mars. And just think of how many problems he had t- to go through crazy storms your shuttle could be damaged on the way in or if you're you know heading back for supplies could be damaged on the way out your colony could you know uh, be destroyed and then again you're just particles floating through space
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it would i i have never tried a large agricultural project but it seems pretty hard from the movies. Like, again, talking about the Martian, he tried to grow food. I think he grew, grew potatoes, right? Yep. And then Lost in Space, they tried to grow food, and the methane in the atmosphere kept getting in, and it would kill everything. So I can see that happening. And if you are low on rations, and then all your food, your crop gets destroyed because of a tiny tear, then what?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like... I just, I know, like, we said, like, not to really trust movies, but they have to have some sort of truth if all of them have kind of the same streamlined idea, you know, about this. Um, I think something, too, that, you know, we didn't think about um, would be the technology as far as our, our spacesuits go. Because, you know, that's not cheap. Because just normal clothes in space, that doesn't cut it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. that's a good one. Because it's not like, you know, Lost in Space. I like that show. I'm referencing a lot. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> Where they have just like, I don't know, it looks like a nylon type material. And then like some body armor, like basic thin body armor.
1: Yeah, that's not really real at all. <laughs> real spacesuits are huge and bulky and that's you know, that's just an average spaceship because that's what you need to protect yourself from, you know, space radiation. You can tell we've never been in uh you know, in space. <laughs> but to protect yourself from space radiation, if there's any debris floating around, if there's any anything in the atmosphere well, that's not really in an atmosphere, but anything up in space that could be potentially harmful. You need that much of a protection for you.
0: Yeah, even even the visor itself on a spacesuit, it looks goldish. It's gold plated to protect from the sun. Where if you look at sci-fi movies, it's usually clear so you can see the actor. True. But in reality, that's that's not how it would be.
1: (laughs) True. I mean I mean it would be cool to see, you know, the earth and everything, but just mm-hmm. think about this. Have you ever been driving down the road? Sunrise or sunset, doesn't really matter. And the sun, boom, is right in your eyes. That's protected under our atmosphere and everything. And, you know, yeah. so we put on our sunglasses. Out in space, they don't have a visor or sunglasses. And it's they're looking at the direct glowing ball of solar energy.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> that... giant ball of gas.
1: Exactly. And just one, probably one, like, glance out of your peripheral vision, you could probably go blind in both your eyes.
0: True. I, that's a that's a scary thought. We we like our eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And think think too about the intense cold of space. Like, we can't even imagine it. No and I have never been to space, obviously. <laughs> no. But I have been cold before and been in, like, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And you, oh, man, it just frees you to the core. And then imagine a space suit that's just like nylon yeah that's not (laughs) good there's a reason why they have the giant giant white puffy suits
1: that would be pain because after a certain point of being outside you know at least you know once being caught in the rain or whatever it starts to like i mean not actually but it feels like it's sinking into your bones and then your joints start hurting and your muscles start hurting so just imagine being stuck out there with nothing you know now I know what you might be thinking. Uh, SpaceX suits, those aren't as big. You're right. They are smaller, but mm-hmm. they're not meant for space.
0: Yeah, because you have, if you're setting up buildings and stuff, you're going to have a huge list of things you need to do and build. And you will, it'll be really hard in the poofy suits. You're like, oh, okay, we'll use SpaceX suits. Well, those smaller suits, yes, they may be pressurized, but those same kind of suits are used for jet pilots within the atmosphere. They're meant for inside the shuttle. If you want to go outside, you need the big suits to protect from the stuff that we just talked about.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, so you want to go outside, you'd still need a suit. And so once we solve these problems, I think eventually, maybe, possibly, keep your hopes up, we'll see, mm-hmm. maybe we could go to space. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not going now with this one that they're taking in, uh, this, uh, civilians, because I don't have enough money for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess there also is the issue of, like, who gets to go to space, you know? Who's trustworthy enough <laughs> to go to the new planet?
1: I feel like it's Titanic a little bit. Like, <laughs> You know like I'm not saying anything bad is isn't gonna happen I, I hope it doesn't I hope that they have a w- great trip you know come back with a lot of fun memories and I hope it works out well but think about it they were going to another country you know never happened before
0: yeah maiden voyage
1: maiden voyage giant ship all these people and what happened it crashed the unsinkable ship sunk because it <laughs> wasn't ready for the elements it was gonna face so I don't know. i think maybe after i mean i'm still scared to go on a cruise to this day because i watched that movie i mean it's yeah. a great movie it's one of my favorite movies but i don't want to go on a cruise so i think maybe after it's been a few years in the making maybe a few decades who knows we'll see maybe finally then i'll go to space who knows if we do maybe we'll do maybe we'll do an episode in space
0: that would be really cool yeah after a few dozen Maybe more trips have successfully happened. But I mean, then you're still going through space. You know, it's it's the unknown. Something could always go wrong. It happens all the time in the movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. you're So you're basing all your facts off of movies.
0: Yeah, I am. 100.
1: <laughs> I mean, I am, too. I mean, I've learned a lot out of movies and I've never been to space. So I I'm not one to talk when it comes to actual space facts. <laughs> no clue. <laughs>
0: oh man i think
1: i think it could be fun
0: i i think it would be fun i mean as long as you don't get intercepted by an alien race looking for the engine that humans secretly stole to advance their space program
1: wow you did not just (laughs) go
0: i had to bring it up i mean we can't talk about space and not at least once mention aliens but we can move on now
1: okay let's move on Let's forget about what was just uh, mentioned previously. Um, Remember um, everything that we just said, just forget about it. (laughs) Not that far, just maybe the part about (laughs) aliens. We can just scratch that out. (laughs) 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 But not only that, let's, you know, forget about current, uh, uh, the current barriers that we have. And let's just talk about our thoughts on the subject we have, you know, We made it. It's the year, I don't know, 3025. Let's just say we have a couple colonies on a couple of different planets, maybe a colony on the moon. And let's, you know, just talk. What would, you know, we want to do, you know. Let's just talk about our thoughts on this subject. Sounds good. So first off, I guess we can start off with a good question. Um, Would you want to live in space?
0: I say that's a really complicated question because I don't know. I'd have to say no because I would I would for sure love to visit the colony if you know, it's a safe travel. You'd probably stay there for a while because it's not like you can just head out to Mars for the weekend. But <laughs> realistically, I enjoy life here on Earth. I mean everything we know is on Earth, and unless the Earth is a ball of dust because it's been (laughs) destroyed i mean there's no reason to leave forever at least Mm
1: -hmm. good point
0: because i assume that at the point that we're colonizing other planets we probably won't have found another earth-like place so if you're on another planet i mean you'll be inside the colony almost the whole time enjoying a nice artificial life but you know, on Earth, you get to move about freely outside, see your friends, all that good stuff. I mean, what about you?
1: Um, honestly, I'd, I'd have to agree with you because I like Earth a lot. Earth is a nice place to be. And if you see all the videos that they have of the moon or pictures that they have of, uh, of the moon, it's usually always kind of dark. Yeah. And and gloomy. And not only that, they don't have the seasons. Like they don't have Oh, that's true. It's just one temperature all the time. And hey, I love cold. I love winter. I love fall. I love that kind of of, of temperature. But I also I mean the moon wouldn't have the beach. And I mm-hmm. miss the beach. I'd miss the be I love going to the beach. Um, you know, like I love I guess I would miss nature. I love being outside. Yeah. I'm a I'm a, a nature nerd. I love going outside and everything, hiking and camping. And you wouldn't really be able to do that on another planet because one, you'd have to stay inside of your colony, whether it be little pods connected through this giant tunnel or, you know, a plastic dome over the planet. I don't really know how this would be. You can imagine it however you want to, but you, there wouldn't really be kind of, there wouldn't really be an outside i mean of course yeah. you'd be outside because you're on the moon or whatever planet you choose but like there wouldn't be a forest to go hiking there mm-hmm. wouldn't be a beach to go swimming you know like different things here and there i mean i don't know i like i like earth i like nature on earth so
0: yeah going along with what you just said i had to say like diversity on earth we have different like biome areas you can you have the beach you can walk through the grass you can walk through the hills but you can have that artificially in a colony on another planet most likely and maybe by then they'll have some cool star trek holodeck type stuff (laughs) but if you go outside you're in your spacesuit you're walking it's probably really dusty and windy and stormy and everything looks pretty much the same and that's that's kind of boring
1: yeah that's that's true i mean you know i think it'd be cool at first like oh i'm in a colony. you know, on mm-hmm. the moon. Now, who? Yeah. We did it. But then what? Like, I'm sure if you lived there, you'd have, like, a job to do to keep the colony running. Oh, yeah. You know, like, here on, on Earth, when you get to a certain age, you get a job. And and that's what you do to help support yourself. You know, you pay taxes or, or whatever. I'm sure if another colony, especially if it was kind of just starting, you'd have a job to help keep it you know, all running and, you know, mm. is, you know, I'd also have a question like, is the colony, you know, more like New York city or is the colony more like Texas is the colony California. Like, are we talking about city? Are we talking about the suburbs? Are we talking about suburban? Like what, Yeah. like what kind, what, co- what colony would I be living on here on earth? You can get all of that. You can get the city, you can get the suburbs, you can get whatever kind of place you want to live maybe a little more expensive but still you can you know live wherever you want to
0: yeah would you be there also thinking would you be there out of uh recreational capacity like going to stay there for a couple of years just you know experience life on another planet it's cool or would it only be specialists in certain fields that would as noah said be keeping up the runnings on the calendar you know agriculture uh, power all that stuff
1: yeah like i don't know <laughs> i don't know i think i would have a lot of questions i don't know if it's just because i'm an naturally curious person and would want to know more about this um but i would definitely want to know okay where are you sending me how easy <laughs> is it to get home if i'm bored and if i want to come back like what what's what's the situation is it forever because if it's you know if i never get to come back then absolutely not you know, I I don't want to go somewhere and not come back to Earth. You know, as crazy exactly. as Earth is, Earth has some wonderful places. You know, beautiful places yeah. that I've seen with my own two eyes, or four if you want to consider glasses a pair of eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've seen them. I've been to a lot of places and they're all wonderful. And I I would I'm not ready to give that up. I don't know. I'm I'm not ready to give that up. Yeah. I don't want to.
0: Yeah. So long story short, Noah and I are pro Earth. Mm-hmm. We're, we're living on Earth. We'll visit you on the colony, but mm-hmm. we're staying on Earth.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't mean we're against making colonies on other planets. We just want to stay here on Earth.
0: Yeah, for our own reasons. Okay, so I have another question for you. Okay. If you could live in a colony in any planet in our solar system and will disregard whatever extreme conditions may exist, what planet would you choose?
1: Um, ooh, that's a good one. I would say either the moon. I know it's very cliche and typical, but <laughs> either the moon or Jupiter
0: uh, okay. would be
1: cool. Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll give a reason why for Jupiter first. Um, just because you know the moon is the moon. There's a lot of things about me <laughs> on the moon. Anyway, <laughs> the Ju uh, the Jupiter. That's what I'm (laughs) going to call it now, Jupiter. (laughs) Um, Jupiter is a gas giant. And so everything, you know, everything that they've sent into Jupiter, the results have come back inconclusive because they haven't been able to get a clear reading because it's just like a bunch of storms and it's a Mm -hmm. bunch of gas. So if we're disregarding that, you know, say it's, you know, Say there's a a layer of gas, but once you get past that, it's actually like a really peaceful planet. I think it'd be, you know, really cool to live in Jupiter. You know, because you'd kind of have like your own personal protection bubble because you'd be underneath, you know, the the gas and everything, and you know, it it could help protect you from incoming ships or debris or whatever. If we're talking, you know, I don't want to go this direction, but. If aliens do exist, and they try to invade the colony, you, you know you'd be covered with you know a bunch of storms and a bunch of gas that could probably prevent them from landing on on your planet. And I'm not saying that they do. I don't think that they do. I don't. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think it'd be cool to live. Jupiter and then now the moon even though it's very cliche very typical you know he wants to live on the moon he's so on un- original but hear me out first okay hear me out one the moon is I mean I don't know if it's considered a planet but I mean it's a moon so I I would I'd, I'd assume so I don't know um but anyway so colony on the moon. Um, If I wanted to come home, it'd be a lot shorter than trip from Earth to Jupiter and Jupiter to the Earth. And I mean, technically, we'd probably have the same rotation of day and night as the moon, you know, follows the Earth. And, you know, I don't know if there's day and night on the moon because it's in space technically. So I have no idea. But if there is, you know, we could still kind of stick with our sleeping schedule, our working schedule, and I don't really know how time works in space. I know, I know that they can't go past a certain planet, like us, us as humans, we can't because the time space continuum is different or something. I, I don't think they can go past Mars or something. I don't know. Hmm. Um, um, uh, but I think it'd be cool, you know, because yeah. then I could still kind of have my normal routine of waking up, going to sleep, and. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. What you about you? Planet hop. Yeah. Planet hop. There you go. We can start yeah. in- instead of club hopping. We can planet hop. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? What, what planet would you live on and why? Or two planets like I did.
0: Uh, I'm going to choose two as well. And one of them is the same as yours as Jupiter. Oh, look at that. I Man, my first reason behind Jupiter was actually the same. When we look at Jupiter, we see really crazy storms. But what if underneath there's something else? And then you think about the size of Jupiter. Jupiter is like 318 times bigger than Earth. So if it's you like traveling, boy. yeah, you like traveling the world. If you have a cool planet underneath the storms, you can travel that a whole lot longer. It'd be uh True. really fun to explore. And it just looks cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And then
0: my second option is Saturn. Mm. Because how cool would it be to live in a planet that has rings?
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that.
0: It's purely, I mean, my reason is purely out of looks because, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you, alien planets always have rings. They're super cool. So, I mean, it would look super cool to live on Saturn.
1: Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Saturn's rings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. And then, like, you'd kind of have a protection of, like, space rocks around your planet. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I didn't think about rings. <laughs> so another question for you to keep this keep this space theme rolling. Um, okay. If, you know, we're up there, everything is settled. If you started a business in space, what would your business be and why?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting question because... I feel like there's two ways you can go with this. You can either have the typical uh, TV show floating business that's just <laughs> on an asteroid floating through space, like a gas station for rocket ships, <laughs> thing. or you could set up a little shop on like with in an actual colony. So I don't know if I was to set up one on a little asteroid, it'd probably be some sort of like truck stop for rockets. Get some food, type thing, or like a a floating cafe on a on an asteroid. I think that'd be pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. What about I, you, though? I
1: would definitely stop at your at your spaceship stop and get some food. <laughs> um. Well, mine's a little bit more. Um, not just one planet, but here's why. Let me uh, let me explain. So, mm. we're there and. I think that my business would be related to what I'm currently studying in, in school. And I think I'd want to try to, like, set up, like, this... Um, let's see, what's the word? It's not international. Interplanetary um, line of communication. Because, like, now, you know, the only way that they, they, the, um, NASA can talk to, like, the astronauts that, you know, are up in space is by, like, the intercoms and their ships, I think. But mm-hmm. if we had like this way, I mean, we already have so much technology at our disposal. I mean, we made phones and computers, Wi-Fi, fiber optics. You know all this junk. I'm not gonna geek out on you guys. Um, <laughs> but you know we have so much of this technology, and if we're in, uh, what did I say, thirty twenty two, whatever, we'll probably have more technology and more advanced ways of communicating with everyone. And so I think, like, I would start, I'd start it, I'd start the connection between Earth and the moon. And then once that got hooked up, I'd go from the moon to the next planet over. And then, you know, work my way over that way and just kind of, like, see, you know, how far I c- can get. And, and you know, it, you know, then, you know, NASA could use it. And then, like, you could have, like, your own personal, like, your have your own personal line connected. So like if you oh, wanted yeah. to talk, like if an astronaut wanted to talk directly to NASA, then they could connect their line and then talk to NASA. And like I don't know, I think that would be cool to like have an interplanetary line of, you know, communication. communication. Yeah. But then I also have an an another one. <laughs> um, I think it would be it would be cool because you know once this colony is set up there, people are gonna live up there, and then. What happens? What's the word "colonizing" mean? It means having more people. So then the kids that grow up on the other planets, you know, uh, if you've seen movies, um, their bodies wouldn't be fully equipped to go back to Earth. I mean, of course, we'll probably have oh, the yeah. correct technology to, you know, make them a suit or something that they could go to, you know, go and visit Earth. But we'll say that that technology doesn't exist at the moment that that they're born. I think it'd be cool to be like a professor of earth sort of way. <laughs> you know like you like there's the school and you go and you, you and you can explain like this is you know a rock on earth, this is grass, this is a tree, this is how life works on earth, this is the ecosystem, kind of like a a biology teacher uh here mm-hmm. on on earth, but a, a little more in depth in detail to like explain to the kids that were born on other planets like what life on earth is like. I think that would be really that's, fun.
0: That's really cool. I have I have two ideas based on what you just said. So, one Go for it. about your communication business. I think that's a really good idea because uh, nowadays when they send a message from space to earth, there's a huge delay in time. And we've seen that in movies countless times it makes everything go wrong when mm-hmm. there's a big delay. So, getting that instantaneous transmission that would be really cool you know pick up the phone and call some another planet right and then about your uh professor of earth which (laughs) i love by the way it's hilarious (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) you could have a gravity simulation room because you think if like you said they're adapted to the planet they're born on if they're on a planet that has less gravity what will happen when they get on earth like will they be crushed i mean it's more it would be really hard but if they were born on a planet with more gravity would they be like superman
1: that's a good question
0: (laughs) just putting that out there
1: that's true also as you were talking about like the gravity sim and everything gave me another idea um i think it'd also be cool to have the job like how nasa is is here um they like train astronauts to go to space i think it'd be cool to work i don't know if it'd still be called probably because nasa i mean controls everything with space Uh but um to work on like nasa let's just i'm just we're just gonna use the moon as the this extra planet in the in all these examples so it'd be cool to work on nasa on like on the moon and train everyone that wants to go to earth what life is like on on earth train them how the the And like this kind of goes along with the Earth professor idea, like train them how to use the gravity, train them like everything, you know, what to do. Like, you know, you can do this, you know, like if you kick a rock on the moon, it's going to go far. If you Mm -hmm. kick a rock on Earth, it's as we've seen, it's not going to go that far. So, you know, just little things like little differences between the gravity and, you know, just kind of how everything on Earth is different. Then, then everything that's on the moon, I think, would also be really cool. I have tons of jobs that I keep coming to mind right now. as We're talking about jobs I have on another planet.
0: Yeah, another uh, another thing to do. Where's Pluto at? Let's go find it. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that go?
1: That's true, poor little guy. He just kind of disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I feel also. Like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like that. Like all the planets are in like. Of this club, right? Earth and Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, all these planets like in this little planet club. And then here comes little Jupiter, just like all the planets are like uh, juniors in college. And here comes this little Pluto that's still in like third grade. Hey guys, like you can't be with us. Then he was like cut from the planet squad. He's like bye, and now he's just over here outcast, just floating in space.
0: Oh poor little guy. Oh man, it would be. would be kind of cool to set something up on pluto though like you were saying uh the nasa base on the moon if you could set up a little base on pluto because pluto's orbit deviates and that's why it's no longer considered a planet Mm, i believe that's the reason so where does it go we could find out if we set up a base out there
1: yeah a base or like get some high-powered cameras to go there i think it'd be cool Yeah. yeah or a flight test Flight simulator tester that would be a fun, like that's just you know, not to help people because this is not what we're we're talking about at this moment. That would just be for my pure enjoyment, just to test (laughs) the flight sims and just be like, This is
0: awesome, this is so cool. (laughs) Yes, okay. Would you be content staying in the solar system or would you want to explore the great unknown Star Trek style? I think
1: as we start like we start to get colonies on different planets and we start to, to, you know, make things in the start of our exploration expedition. Um, I think I'd be content staying within the solar system. I mean, as I said, I, I, I love being outside and being nature. And so, you know, as much stuff as I can study and look at outside, I think it would be cool. But I think within time, I think it'd be cool to kind of like explore, as you put it, the great unknown. I think it'd be really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree with you because I think it's a really bad idea if we went straight from getting to, say, Mars and then like, all right, let's leave our galaxy, shall we? 100%. (laughs) Like, like, what are you doing? Because if we don't know how to set up on a planet, what happens when you're in another solar system away and your rocket needs like crashes on a planet or something and you have to set up life and then you're stuck there because you don't know what to do?
1: Exactly. Like, I... I don't know. I think of eventually with baby steps, what they say. Yeah. Baby steps, for sure. Not, you know, directly like, hey, we did this, let's go. Uh, No, thanks. No, like, (sighs) uh, I just think, how many years has NASA been in business? Forever. And just now, they're starting a few civilians going into space yeah you know you'd think with as long as NASA's been running, you know they'd be prepared for this you know way back when, but just now twenty twenty one I don't even know when this flight is gonna you know start just now they're starting to send the all civilian crew or not crew um whatever it's called uh just the the normal people up into space, mm-hmm which means, how many years of preparation did it take?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think another a more achievable goal uh, is what if they had like a a satellite type. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, a ship, basically a satellite that just orbits our Earth close to the atmosphere, and then they could have civilians stay there as a recreational type thing, because some like normal jets that we have have the ability to go through the high atmosphere so if we get a good jet with some new technology be able to fly people up there they can stay in the orbit see space and that'll probably be relatively cheaper than going to another planet that's my thoughts
1: yeah that's true i mean so many things to think about you know just going into space i mean no one has ever i mean been able to live in space. But maybe maybe one day. You know, you never know. Keep your hopes up guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean I'd love to go to space, no COVID in space, but maybe one day. Maybe one <laughs> no day.
0: COVID in space.
1: <laughs> you hope not.
0: to a close today it was pretty fun yeah
1: you got to learn something you also got to use your imaginations and if you have any cool ideas about living in space or if you like have drawn anything you know oh, yeah. about living in space concept art send that to us too we would love and we'll we'll, we'll give you a shout out in, in our next episode
0: yeah we'll be happy to check out your ideas and or concept art and also before we finish today, we have some more big news.
1: Yes. Big, big news. Don't worry, I'll tell you. I'm just styling as long as you can to keep you guys anticipated. <laughs> we here at the Monoflower Podcast are drumroll Please launching a new website. Hi. I know, I know. Hold your plus, hold your plus. But from our new site, you will be able to buy our merch. Now, that's still in progress. I'm yeah. working on that as we speak. Um, but you will, you know, if you like us enough, you'll be able to, you know, to buy things, uh, how, uh, support us, you know. Uh, you'll be able to message us on there. We'll see them. we will be able to check out new episodes and also something very exciting drum roll please Brrr.
0: you will be able to read our new blog what yeah that's right i bet you didn't expect that we are starting <laughs> a modern fedora blog and it will be headed up by the one and only Jaden gleason that you have gotten so used to in the past few weeks
1: yes and do you ever want to listen to our podcast and you're like huh I want to know a little bit more about this, or maybe, you know, you don't want to listen to our voices and you just prefer to read things. Yeah. Make sure you check out the blog and it will all be on there. And if you want to start a conversation with us, just let us know.
0: Yeah. You want to tell somebody some information you heard? Well, now you can check out the blog and send it to that person. They can read it. Mm -hmm. So, Jaden will be releasing an article every friday i believe is the schedule that she told me yep. and so that that gives you something to look forward to between thursdays
1: yeah yeah and if also if you want us to talk about a topic in in one of our episodes let us know we'll talk about it yeah. make sure you subscribe to our podcast to get all the latest news and episodes and be sure to share us with your family and friends
0: Yep, our new site and our other info is down in the description as always.
1: Thank you all and see you next time.
0: And don't forget to wear a fedora.